This is the True Self Manifestation Podcast, and I am your host, Angel Menudo. I'm a licensed psychotherapist, certified clinic coach, and a little woo with a passion for manifestation and internal family systems. Through the years, I've tried all the things to manifest the life I've always wanted, and with much exploration and curiosity, I've learned something major about manifestation. To successfully manifest, we need to be in our worth and in alignment with our true self and the universe. Unlike typical manifestation practices, IFS delves deep into addressing potential blocks that impact self-worth. Each week, I'll show you how to harness IFS to connect with your true self, boost your self-worth, and conquer the barriers holding you back in life. Join me on this journey to live authentically, break free from limitations, and embrace your best life. It's not a coincidence you're here. Welcome to the True Self Manifestation Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 14 of the True Self Manifestation Podcast. If you are listening to this, like when it actually launches, when it comes out, it should be Monday the 13th. I will be in flight heading to my week-long vacation in Tulum, Mexico. Um, hopefully, it is going well. I'm sure it is. But the flying, you know, I actually love to fly. Like, I'm one of those people who... You know, instead of like, and I get it, right? Like, I know how people can get like anxious and and all of that. And I've worked with a lot of people over their anxieties around flying and stuff. But for me, like the thrill of it, like I get a kick out of flying. I love like the takeoffs. I love the landings. I love just being up in the air. It's it's really, really cool. I always wanted to be a pilot. Never got to be, um, obviously, because I'm here doing this. Um, not saying that that's a bad thing. By any means, it's not a bad thing. But one of my many, many, like, what I wanted to be when I grew up, when one was a pilot. Um, I think in my last episode, I talked about how I wanted to be a fashion designer um, when I was a kid. So many, many ideas. Let me tell you. But anyways, let me get to the actual, like, episode and, like, what we're supposed to be talking about here. Today, we are going to be talking about something that gets in the way of your manifestation. And it might be something that you don't even consider or you might not have considered ever or even like know really like what it's about. So we're going to talk about it though. And what this is, is confirmation bias. And is confirmation bias working with you or against you? Because if it's working against you, it can be getting in your way of manifesting. If you don't know what confirmation bias is, it was coined by psychologist Peter Wasson. It is defined as the tendency of people to favor information that confirms or strengthens their beliefs or values and is difficult to dislodge once affirmed meaning that we are always going to try to find confirmation to go along with that belief. I was talking to a friend recently about how she thought she was jinxed or how she was jinxing herself and was always waiting for the other shoe to drop. And that is kind of like a confirmation bias. 
is that like something will happen and then that actually confirms. So when I hear this often with clients, they can't thoroughly enjoy something out of fear that a good thing will be taken away, that something bad will inevitably happen. They often can tell me these strings of events that confirm this for them in their minds. And I often find myself poking holes in their theories, cutting threads tied to beliefs that are no longer in service to them. And this is to attempt to shift that perception. I explain that life has these natural rhythms of ebbs and flows, the ups and downs. And if you can truly, truly appreciate the ups and the flows, the ebbs and the downs are actually easier to handle. But when we have an up, we have a down. We always do. And that is the natural state of the world, of life, is, is ups and downs. It doesn't mean that, say, like, if we are fully enlightened and in our highest self, then nothing bad will ever, ever, ever happen. Because that's not true. Because life isn't like that. There's always ups and downs and good and bad. But if we can really thoroughly enjoy those ups that flow, and we can be present in that, that is how we're able to deal with those downs and those ebbs so much better. And the thing is, too, is that we have to remember, because there's always an ebb and a flow, when we're down, there's an up. So just being able to remember that an up will return. Like I said, nobody can be in a perpetual state of up or flow. But by being mindful and enjoying that time helps us return to it easily. This is the idea of positive confirmation bias. Think about our seasons. There is a natural ebb and flow. We didn't do anything to make the leaves change and fall off the trees in the fall. We didn't jinx ourselves when snow begins. I say this knowing we have global warming. However, this is cause and effect. This is also not jinxing. That is man thinking he can rule everything and there will be no consequences. Um, but most times, my clients are open to this. Sometimes, however, parts of them dig their heels in so deep that they don't want to see it any other way. And that's the thing about our brain. The brain is naturally negative. And this is because it's always been trying to keep us safe. This is the fight, flight, freeze, fawn response when the parasympathetic nervous system gets activated. The brain equates everything to a threat by the saber-toothed tiger. Remember, back in the day, saber-toothed tiger, people were always thinking they're going to get eaten or poisoned or, or something, right? So, like, they had to be negative, really. They had to question things. They had to be wary. But the thing is, is that that email that you must respond to or not finding a parking space or getting caught in the rain, not getting a text back, your body is responding like it's the saber-toothed tiger hiding in the bushes. It wants to be on high alert, keep you in your comfort zone, but that comfort zone is the zone of lies. 
when we get out of our comfort zone and it doesn't go perfect, that part of you is ready to tell you all the ways you shouldn't have gotten overly confident, cocky even. It will thread all the situations, the things you said, thought, and show you how you brought this on yourself. Our brain loves a story. It is always putting together clues, information, and when it's negative, it can be downright stunting. However, if we can have that part back up a bit, talk to it. And yes, I'm a big fan of talking to myself. If you've been listening to this, you know this. Like I, I talk to my parts like 24-7. We're always having conversations. You're not crazy. Help it shift perceptions. This is when confirmation bias can be helpful, very helpful. Instead of that part following the thread of negative things that keeps you stuck and stunted, it can follow the thread of the positive things helping you grow and flourish. And now you know, I'm not a fan of positive thinking only rhetoric, especially if it is done in a way that invalidates parts of you feeling some type of way. However, if you can work with these parts and help them shift, you're no longer invalidating or dismissing them. Instead, you're teaching them things. You're teaching them to see things differently. This is when things open up. You no longer dismiss signs and nudges from the universe or your intuition. You see the good things that are happening to you and around you without fear that the other shoe is dropping or you're jinxing yourself. Instead, when things happen, you understand that it wasn't because of this. It was because of more realistic reasons. Not because you're jinxed or cursed or something or bad things always happen or, or something like that. Not at all. No, it's just there probably is more realistic explanations for it that you need to see. And anyways, I don't believe the universe is trying to fuck with us. But I do think she tries to nudge us on our path. So maybe you can see the so-called negative thing as a sign to do something else. Slow down. Take a break. Notice nature. Who knows? Who knows until you do it, right? But when our parts start to look at things from a different lens, this is when the magic happens. Again, I'm not a huge fan of the positive thinking only, but I do consider myself a realistic optimist. I like to th see things at least at uh, 51%. I don't have to be 100% positive. Just that little bit over to get me over the hump to keep me optimistic. And there are times when I'm at 100%, really, or 80 or 20 and it's just not all the time, right? Because like, we can't be all the time 100% or we don't want to be like all the time at 20 because we're kind of going to be miserable, which is the whole point of this. This is why I'm talking about it. It's really to start shifting things so that you can like get your baseline to where you want it realistically. Things will still get to you. Things are still going to happen. But the point is, is not to take it personally, thinking the universe is out to get you. Because she doesn't roll like that. 
And you can do this by working with those parts of you holding on to negative beliefs. I'm sure they're there for a good reason when they started doing this job, but the reason is most likely gone now. So you can let them take a break. Like they don't need to keep hearing about how somebody was cursed in the family and this is why this is happening. And, you know, a lot of a lot of these things actually come from what we hear, like our families saying, like our, you know, older generations can be pretty negative. And it really, really takes a toll on us. And we really internalize that when we're younger. And then it just starts popping up and we never question it. And we need to question these things because they are not making us happy. So again, let them take a break. Kindly ask the part to step back. Sometimes it's very powerful to reorient the part to time and space. And I'll explain how. Since the part is sometimes in the past and thinks that we're still children, because it started doing this when we were younger, the part doesn't understand that we've grown and we are most likely not in the situation when we began doing that when it began doing this job. So I always start with trying to reorient time by telling the part how old I am. What my what year it is. You don't have to give the whole date, just a year. Um, and where I live. The address. Like so if you moved out of like your childhood home. If not, skip that part. It's no big deal. Usually just age, year really does help like reorient um but if it needs to know that like you're in a different space telling them that you're literally in a different address can help too and this is powerful because this is kind of an aha moment for the part with this new information the part begins to understand that it's safe and that you are capable because you're no longer a child in the same situation it can trust that you can handle things because of this so try it out I want you to let me know how it goes. Send me an email. It'll be in the show notes, but I'd love to hear it. So by working with that part to shift from this like negative confirmation bias of I am following threads to show that I'm jinxed to more of a positive confirmation bias, that's where you're beginning to open up to be able to notice those like hints and nudges and things from the universe. There's like this exercise that you can do of like asking the universe, you know, can you send me a sign? Can you show me, I don't know, butterflies? A positive confirmation bias would be like showing you butterflies, like being able to find butterflies everywhere you go. All of a sudden you just see them everywhere. They're probably have always been there, but you've never noticed them because they were never on your radar. So that's what I mean by you want to shift things to be like, oh, I want to notice like the good stuff. I want to notice like the happy things. I want to notice the things that the universe is trying to tell me instead of, oh shit, when, like, when's the other shoe going to drop? Oh no, like, what am I doing wrong? Like, oh, it's all my fault. I didn't get, I don't know, that parking spot or it's, all my fault because I did this and I left late and then I got a parking ticket, something, right? Like it's not like that. That's that negative confirmation bias that we don't want. So being able to work with that part to shift and get us out of that like parasympathetic, like active nervous state, out of that fight, flight, freeze, fawn, like you can then 
be more open and able to tune into your authentic self. And that's where you get in alignment. And then that's where things start to open up and you're able to manifest. You need to be able to pay attention to what the universe is telling you. And you can't have it be shut down by parts that think that it's not real or like think that it's a hoax or something. I don't know, but like the parts will think things and you'll be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't follow that that nudge. But really you should have because like that was that was from the universe. So positive confirmation bias. Trying to be maybe baseline of 51% of like that realist, optimistic, where you can see reality, but just more on the relative positive side. But you also know if someone's going to screw with you, you know, like you back up and you do whatever you got to do to deal with that, like for real. Um, like you don't just assume like everybody's great and all is good and all of blah, 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 positive shit. No, no, no. Like you have to be realistic about life because life is realistic. But now I'm just like going on and on. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you notice any confirmation biases that you have, let me know. So please email me. It'll be in the show notes. I would love to hear about it. I hope this helped. I hope this helped give you like just a different perspective and a different way of looking at things and um, a different way of shifting how you perceive the world. All right. Well, happy manifesting, everybody. And uh, until we talk again, bye. Thank you for listening to the True Self Manifestation Podcast. Check out the show notes for any links mentioned on this episode. And while you're there, grab my free guide on how to tap into your intuition. This is the foundation to any manifestation practice. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. And please leave a review where you listen to podcasts. And if you love this episode, share it with a friend. Thanks again. See you soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.